2: Hi everyone, this is Dave Haven. You're listening to the Rotoviz Highlight Reel, brought to you by MyBookie, the official sports book of Rotoviz Radio. On the Highlight Reel, we feature the top articles on Rotoviz.com and get an extended insight into the writer's process and findings. For those of you who don't know, Rotoviz is a sports data and analytics site that publishes over 1,000 articles per year and has a suite of more than 20 proprietary apps. Go to Rotoviz.com to check out the site. Today we'll be discussing DraftKings cash game plays, and I'm delighted to be joined by Pat James, who'll be writing this weekly article on Rotoviz. Welcome to the show, Pat.
1: Thanks for having me, Dave. Uh,
2: so as as I mentioned on last week's episode, Pat and I actually uh, put together a fantastic episode last week, but we faced some technical challenges. So I'm really excited and uh, very appreciative to get him back on, uh, as he's really a very knowledgeable DFS player. Uh, and he's gonna be writing a weekly article on the site. So Pat, why don't you tell us what that article is all about, and uh, you know what readers can expect to to find in that article?
1: Sure, it's a uh, it's a DraftKings cash game article. Basically, what I'm trying to do is identify my favorite cash game plays for readers. Um, the article kind of varies from week to week. Basically, what I do is I um, look at the as you were talking about the Rotoviz data, I, I use a lot of the apps. I use some other websites that have different advanced uh, statistics, and I put together um, a list of about 8 to 10 cash game plays. In some weeks, there'll be two quarterbacks, three running backs, four receivers, and one tight end. And another week, it'll just be one quarterback, four running backs, two receivers, and two tight ends. It's basically the eight or ten plays that really jump out to me. Um, I try not to give an exact lineup, obviously, because that's frowned upon. Uh, <laughs> and then also at the end of the article, I have like a little honorable mention section that if you don't want to construct a, a lineup kind of the way that I did with the plays I, I listed, I, I kind of give you an alternate route if you're going to just pay up or down at different positions.
2: Yeah, and it's definitely a useful article. Uh, I find really for... Any type of game that you might be playing, but specifically, uh, cash. And if you were going to be participating in DFS games, uh, throughout the season, you know, we're already heading into week five, but I think it still makes sense if you haven't subscribed to RotoViz yet to do so. And you can get a, uh, subscription to all of our NFL content, all of the apps, all of the great articles. Pass awesome work, and you can do so at a 30% discount from Nfo Pass at rotoviz.com slash podcast. So before we get into the real nitty gritty here, um, just kind of curious, what made you make that shift maybe from playing or, or focusing heavily on regular redraft leagues to really getting into uh, more of the DFS scene?
1: Yeah, so I mean, I was, I've always been a, a redraft um, keeper, even dynasty player uh started at a very young age, like in middle school, and I'm 32, so that was probably like 18, 19 years ago. But um, in 2012, I was reading a magazine, and that was like right when those FanDuel and um, at the time Draft Street were were really starting to take out like full-page ads. So I said, what the heck, I'll give it a try. Um, And about a year after that, I had been playing kind of steady for... A while a year after that on Draft Street right around Christmas Eve um, I hit uh, I, uh, basically we could call it binking I banked about maybe five or six tournaments with the same lineup. Um, at that point I was just mashing buttons didn't really know what I was doing but I ended up taking home a good chunk of money and, and that's really when uh, obviously when I got hooked when I when I was able to steal the couple tournament wins on Draft Street.
2: <laughs> yeah that makes a lot of sense. uh so obviously, you've learned a lot about uh DFS, how to structure your lineups, how to focus on specific type of games since then. When you are focusing on cash games, particularly for DraftKings, uh what are the boxes that you're looking to check or kind of from a high level, what are the things that you're looking to identify?
1: Uh yeah, and that's basically the way i I structure. My article. Um, it was maybe two or three years ago. I was doing uh, some PGA research, and, and in PGA research, that's when you quote-unquote check boxes the most because certain players, um, the way they, the the type of stats that they have in, in golf, uh, in, like bombers or guys that are good with the short game, guys are good at putting, guys are good on certain types of greens you check boxes for them and, and you kind of get uh, a sense of who is going to do well at a certain course. So then it dawned on me that I could kind of parlay that into a football article where I found out just the, the certain types of stats that correlated well with each position's scoring and I go through a checklist each week and that's how I kind of narrow down my favorite cash game plays by seeing which players check the most boxes.
2: Gotcha. So I'm assuming then, you know, you're going to have different parameters for each position. So maybe for quarterback, uh, you could give us some examples of what those boxes might be that you're looking to check each week.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, So for QB, home, uh, home away split is pretty big. Uh, Home favorites, that's a a stat that correlates well with QB scoring. And then like the, the, most of the things that you would look at in um, a normal DFS or redress setting, the matchup, the implied team total, um, you always want a quarterback that's going to score a ton of points. Um, and then it gets a little hairy from there. I look at offensive line versus defensive line. Football Outsiders has a ton of great stats on offensive line versus defensive line. And one of the things that's a huge killer that no one really um, looks at is sack rate. So if I see uh, there's an offensive line, uh, that hasn't given up a ton of sacks going against the defensive line that is currently having having some issues pressuring the quarterback. That's um, a huge plus because they'll have time to throw in the pocket. Um, pace is huge. Uh, you always want teams to play fast because they the, their price on DraftKings might not be um, set to the other team that they're playing is pace. So if they're playing a, a team that is a high paced team, they get what I what I call a pace bump meaning they may get some extra possessions. Um, and then things like red zone tendencies. Does a team pass more in the red zone uh, than run? Because that's huge for a quarterback. You don't want his touchdowns uh, being vultured by a running back. And then pass, pass play set percentage overall. If a team's throwing a vast majority of the time, um, like the Cardinals or the Patriots, that's obviously a huge plus as well.
2: Yeah, there's definitely so much research and so much digging that uh you need to do to really be successful in these contests which is why it's great that we have articles like yours coming on a Rotoviz where you've done that legwork work for everybody and then they can take those recommendations and if you're like me uh you prefer to construct your team for dfs contests in a snake draft you can head to the draft app uh which i've been playing on every week it's so much fun the drafts always fill in a couple of seconds so there's never any waiting you can take any of those recommendations that you want and if it you know if those guys are available in the snake you can have them on your uh, weekly roster so i really recommend going to playdraft.com or searching for draft uh in your app store and uh joining me in these weekly dfs snake draft contests and for a limited time only all new players get a free entry into a draft when you make your first deposit, but you have to use the promo code RV radio. Play a real money game for free using the promo code RV radio. Just search draft in the app store or go to playdraft.com and come play free with promo code RV radio. So before you get out of here, later on, I'm going to ask you for some plays for, uh, This week, but why don't we continue focusing on those different positions and letting readers know the things that you're going to be looking for and outlining at the running back position?
1: Sure. So, I mean, obviously we'll move to running back. Um, Running back is, I I like, the first thing I like to box like to check is a running back that's game script independent, meaning if they are trailing, he's going to be catching a lot of passes in catch-up mode. Um, maybe some dump offs uh, in the second half as his team is trying to catch up, or if they are a big favorite, then he is getting those clock grinding carries uh, to end the game. In addition to that, obviously team total you want, no matter what, you want a team that is going is projected to score a, a good amount of points. Um, and then then the big thing for uh, running back is their their market share of carries targets and snaps. You always want a running back who is on the field for the majority, for the vast majority of snaps. They're getting all the targets. They're getting all the carries out of the backfield. Timeshares are tricky because you don't really know week to week if, uh, which back is, is going to emerge. So you always like, personally, I I like for cash games to, uh, take the backs that have a monopoly on, on all the carries and targets. And, And then, like quarterback, pace and matchup is big. Um, so a lot of times they have what, what the DFS industry has uh, dubbed funnel defense. So if we have a defense like this week, Jaguars have two great corners. They haven't been allowing too much through the air. But their front seven has been gashed. Uh, so, so Levy and Bell has a great funnel matchup this week.
2: That's really cool. That's uh, a concept that I find really interesting. Um, And then, you know, at the same time, with wide receivers, obviously that pace is going to impact it. Um, There's some different considerations uh, for that position, which in some cases I think might be opposite to what you're looking for uh, at running back in some context. Uh, Could you maybe break those down for us and let me know if I'm on the right track there?
1: Yeah, actually, that's a great point. Um, Game script doesn't necessarily matter in the fact that you need a positive game script with uh, wide receivers and tight ends. They're actually benefit. They benefit from a negative game script, even if they're trailing in the game. They'll see uh, extra targets when team kind of trends towards pass-heavy in the second half. But some other things I look at, obviously market share again, market share targets, red zone targets. You always want those. Pace of play, individual matchups with different corners or linebackers for tight ends, and, and then depth of target. Uh, it's kind of a PFF stat but you really want low depth of target guys like Jarvis Landry or Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola, who are going to catch uh, a higher percentage of their targets rather than a guy like Deshaun Watson, I'm uh, excuse me, Deshaun Jackson, uh where his targets are mostly downfield and kind of volatile from week to week.
2: So for tight ends, are there any other uh, things that you're looking at that might be different than wide receiver? One of the things I would imagine would be that uh, touchdowns are going to be more important for tight ends than they would be for wide receivers.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a few tight ends uh, in the league this year, and, and historically, like, uh, for instance, Charles Clay this year is catching a ton of passes, or Jordan Reed wasn't really touchdown dependent. But overall, if you're paying down uh, at tight end, you do want to leverage on touchdown upside. Um, maybe they're a big part of their, uh, team's red zone because a lot, a huge chunk of their points is going to come from scores.
2: Right. And unfortunately, Rob Gronkowski, I believe I read is not going to be able to go tonight. We're recording this on Thursday and I placed a bet, uh, on the paths to cover five and a half. Um, as I've been doing with all of the Thursday games. And I did so at mybookie.ag, uh, which I've been playing on every week so far, and I'm having a lot of fun. They have fast payouts, uh, a really strong reputation. It's super easy to make your bets. I really like the mobile app, um, and it's just made my Thursday night games a lot more fun. And the really cool thing now is in addition to matching uh, your deposit with up to a 100% bonus, you can also get a free $25 casino chip, uh, which you can learn more about if you head to mybookie.ag. And more importantly, it is the last week that you can enter to win that RotoViz pullover. So if you sign up with the Roto Recap promo code and then forward a copy of your sign up confirmation email to RotoVizRadio at gmail.com, you'll be entered into a drawing for a limited edition rotoviz athletic pullover so sign up for my bookie deposit money and then forward us your email confirmation and we'll announce the winner on a future episode of rotoviz radio visit mybookie.ag today you play you win you get paid so if we kind of zoom out from identifying specific players are there any other uh strategies specifically for cash games that you think uh, readers would need to take into account when they're applying uh, some of your research to their specific uh, situations?
1: Yeah, I mean, just general cash game strategy would be to play the vast majority of your money in cash games. A lot of players, I mean, and that that's if you're going to be a somewhat serious player. If you're just throwing $20 in DraftKings every week, um, then the percentages really don't matter. But if you're going to try to build like a slow and steady bankroll... The majority of your money should be in, in, cash games. Um, but then game, I think game selection is huge. Uh, one thing that I try to always tell people is enter single entry double ups and 50 50s, uh, over multi entry double ups and 50 50s just because, uh, there's going to be a lot of sharp lineups in the multi entry. So for instance, um, the $25 double up, if you can enter 150 lineups into it, a lot of sharp players are entering 150 lineups into it. So the volume of sharp uh, entries is going to be much higher than in a single entry where those same players can only enter one, and then there's a greater number of uh, less sharp players also entering that field. So single entry is, is I think, the, the way to go um, when you're looking at double ups and 50-50s.
2: Yeah, there's definitely a lot of nuance to picking uh, the contest that you're going to play. And talking about lineups, uh, this was something I actually have asked you about before, but I'm sure uh, listeners would be interested. What's your take on making multiple cash lineups? You know, would you ever make maybe five a week or would you keep it at two or just a one?
1: Yeah, I think the maximum I've ever made is three and it depends on the amount of players that I think are cash game viable. So on most weeks, I really only make one cash game lineup. Um, but then there are weeks where I, I'm really, I'm in love with a, a good amount of plays. So just to hedge, uh, I will make two or three. And then if you make three, you basically only have, need two to cash, um, to come away with some type of profit. If you make two, you're kind of, uh, you're kind of hedging that the, your head to head lineups are gonna be, are gonna be good because, um, the odds of, of getting two cash game to cat with like with a different player pool it is pretty low
2: head so looking ahead to week five um are there any guys that you've keyed in on this week that you that you like and that you're going to be putting into your lineups
1: yeah so I mentioned uh I think Lev Bell if you can find the room for him salary wise is uh an easy an easy play against the Jags defense that have kind of been gashed on the ground, uh, especially last week, by Bilal Powell and Elijah McGuire. So if those two guys can muster up like 200 yards of of offense, I'm sure Lev Bell can come somewhere near that. Um, At wide receiver, it's going to be really tough on DraftKings. The pricing is extremely tight again, so you're going to have to dip down to uh, a guy like Aldrick Robinson. If Marquise Goodwin is out, Aldrick Robinson is $3,100, which is also almost min-salary. Um, so you can, if you can stomach it, he's a play that, um, could, de- could definitely return value with nine or ten points. Uh, and then a tight end I really like, Austin Safarian Jenkins playing a Browns team that has been destroyed by the likes of like Tyler Croft and, and Ben Watson.
2: I like that ASJ call. I actually, uh, just included him in my, um, Fantasy Labs, uh, entry oh, uh, that nice. we do on RotoViz for the week. So I like that. And, you know, talking about a player like Aldrich Robinson, that's the reason that you need to go and read uh, articles like the ones that Pat's putting out, because if you don't have the time to really research all of these guys, you're not going to be considering players like that. Um, there's just always good nuggets of information and things that you can learn in there. Uh, so I really recommend that uh, you go and you check out Pat's articles each week. Uh, so you have anything else in the works, any other projects that you're going to focus on moving forward?
1: Um, not really, just writing that cash game article. Um, a guest on pods here and there. Uh, actually right after this, I'm hopping on with, uh, the mailbag show with Jeremy Hart. So, uh,
2: that's about it. Oh, wow. Busy, busy night then for you. Well, we won't keep you here any longer. Um, but I do appreciate you coming on. And, uh, again, I'd recommend that everybody go check out Pat's work on RotoViz. That's going to do it for today's edition of the RotoViz highlight reel, brought to you by Draft and MyBookie.ag. I'm Dave Caven. Find me on Twitter at DaveCavenFF. My guest was RotoViz.com writer Pat James at PatJamesDFS. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Rotoviz Highlight Reel. You can find us along with the rest of the Rotoviz shows under Rotoviz Radio. And we also have our individual feed just for this show. Search for RotoViz fantasy football show on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Subscribe and leave us a rating of a deeper review. Contact us via email, rotovizradio at gmail.com, and follow us on Twitter at RotoViz Radio. And remember, you can always support the pod by subscribing to Rotoviz at a thirty percent discount through the Rotoviz Radio homepage, rotoviz.com slash podcast.
0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined
1: one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings. A four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.